This is Heavenly Gospels Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today we have Pastor Darius McClure from Change Church in New Jersey bringing us an awesome word for our pastoral Sunday for Super September. We hope you guys enjoy. family what's going on pastor darius mcclure here so excited to be serving you this morning here uh in place of my brother my friend pastor Corey hines listen he's celebrating we're celebrating four years of effective powerful anointed ministry if you love your pastor Corey and pastor renee hines i want you to type in the chat room right now Hashtag, I love my pastor. Come on. If they've been a blessing to your life, if they've prayed for you, if they've been a blessing, they've encouraged you, they've changed your life in any area, I want you to type hashtag, I love my pastor. As a matter of fact, go ahead and tap those hearts as well. Listen, if you're a visitor or a guest and you're joining in today, everybody, I want you to do me a favor. Let's spread the word. Click that share button and let's invite as many people as we can to this message and to this service today. So honored to be celebrating four years of ministry. Pastor Corey, I want to say that I love you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, I know that this year has been, it's had its ups, it's had its downs, but I believe that the favor of God is so strong on your life that we must remember whoever God favors, I want you to hear this, the enemy fights. I'm going to say this again, whoever God favors, the kingdom features and the devil fights. And we want to say thank you for allowing the strength, the power that you have whenever the attack of the enemy comes against your life, against your body, you have not backed down, you have stood strong, and we believe that the favor of God is going to be even greater in this next season that you're going into. If you believe that, somebody say, I agree, I, I agree, I believe all of that. All right, are you ready for work? All right, you're not ready yet. Type in the chat, I'm ready. Are you ready for a word? All right, I'm so excited. Before we go into the word, I want to pray. Father, I thank you right now that we're tuning out all distractions. Help us to prepare our hearts to receive all that you have to say. Let this word be rhema. Let this word be medicine to our soul. God, help us to open our spiritual eyes and not hear this from a carnal, a fleshly place. And God, may souls be saved, may lives be changed. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, if you have your Bibles, your phone, your Bible app, your iPad, hopefully you have no Androids. I'm praying for you if you do. But if you have an iPhone or iPad, I love you so much. God is on your side, I'm telling you. Go with me to Genesis chapter 21. Genesis chapter 21 and we're going to pick up at verse 9, verses 9, and I'm going to read through verses 9 and 13. I'm so excited about today's message. Here it is. But Sarah saw that the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, had born to Abraham, was mocking. And she said to Abraham, get rid of that slave woman and her son. For that woman's son will never share in the inheritance of with my son, Isaac. 
verse 11. The matter distressed Abraham, here it is, greatly because it concerned his son. Verse 12, but God said to him, do not be so distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Here it is, verse 13. I will make the son of the slave into a nation also because he is your offspring. All right, I want to deal with breaking ungodly soul ties today. Breaking ungodly soul ties. Here's today's topic. I want you to type it in the chat room and let everybody know. Here's today's topic. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Here it is. My message can be summed up in one statement. I believe that if you cannot say your sermon and one statement that you're not clear on what you have to say. Today's big idea, if anybody asks you, what was the message today about? Here it is. You repeat what you don't repair. I'm going to say that again. Somebody caught it already. Early in this message, you repeat what you don't repair. And I have a sneaky suspicion that somebody is filling that statement already because as you look back over your life, there are certain issues or areas that you have struggled in and you have stayed in a repetitive cycle because you never took the time to repair. You may have left one relationship, but you never took the time to do the repairing, the healing, the growing, learning from the lessons of the old relationship before you jumped into the new relationship. And when you got into the new relationship, you begin to have the same old issues. This is why Jesus tells the disciples that if these people do not receive you, watch this, shake the dust off your feet. Here's the principle here, because you should never take old dirt into new seasons. I'm preaching to somebody already. You should never take old dirt into new seasons. And I want to help you today that you must remember this statement, this principle, this kingdom key that you repeat what you don't repair. If you don't want to keep repeating the same old mistakes, the same old habits, if you don't want your children to repeat what you did, what your mother did, what your father did, what, their, what your grandparents did, you must take the time to repair whatever is broken. And in this particular context of brokenness, I want to talk about when the soul is twisted tied up social media would say entangled up and here it is i want you to catch this a soul tie is an invisible attachment or bond in our soul watch this to a person place or thing a soul tie is an invisible attachment bond in our soul to a person place or thing. I'm not talking about godly soul ties today. I want to talk about ungodly soul ties. Many people didn't realize you can have a soul tie not just to a person, but also to a place. Somebody in here may already be feeling me online right now because do have you ever known someone who could not leave a certain place that was no good for their life? It wasn't because they liked the place. 
It wasn't because they were even comfortable in their place, in that place. Could it be that they had a soul tie that needed to be broken? What is a soul tie? Here it is, everybody. I want you to understand this is when bonds becomes bondage. Now, check this out. Because you cannot truly understand a soul tie without first dealing with the anatomy of the soul. Okay? So here it is. I, I want you to understand this because you are a spirit being with the soul living in the body. You are a spirit being with the soul living in the body. This is important for you to know because if a shepherd, if a pastor is anything else in your life, according to scripture, he, he or she is a watchman over your soul. Here it is. What is in my soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. In your mind is how you think. In your will is how you choose and your emotions is how you feel so if you're having mental health issues or mental struggles that's in your soul if you're having emotional roller coasters the feelings that you can't shake that's in your soul if you're struggling with making decisions and choosing that's the will that's in your soul how i think how i choose how I feel. So when I have a soul tie, my, my soul, watch this everybody, I want you to catch this now, my mind is not thinking how it should be and my will is not choosing how God wants it to be, uh, choose and my emotions are all over the place because I have allowed my soul to get in covenant in the wrong place or with the wrong person or even worse with the wrong thing. I want you to catch this because the body serves the soul. The soul serves the spirit. And in your spirit, you have, watch this, everybody, you got to catch this. You have a human spirit, which you were born with, and you have the Holy Spirit. Once you were born again, you receive. This is why scripture says we were born dead. <laughs> we're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. What is death? Death means being separated from the father god told adam the day you eat from this tree you shall surely what die he ate from the tree but he did not drop dead physically because it was not a physical death death is progressive now check this out everybody i want you to see this you have a body, a soul, and a spirit. In other words, his human spirit became disconnected from the Holy Spirit. I feel like preaching to somebody right now because here it is in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would come upon them. But now under the New Covenant, in the New Testament, we now have the Holy Spirit within us. Do I have somebody in here that can praise God that you have the Holy Spirit, that you have something that Abraham didn't have, that David didn't have, that the Old Testament prophets didn't have. You have the Holy Spirit in you, not just upon you. Why don't you shout? Because you shout for new houses, new cars, and a new job. But I've learned how to shout that I got the Holy Spirit inside of me. And my Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And you have to protect the Holy Spirit inside of you. But I want you to learn this because most of us, we're going to realize in today's message that even though we get saved, 
and we have the Holy Spirit. Just because you have the Holy Spirit does not mean the Holy Spirit has you. I'm preaching to somebody online. Somebody type, I feel that. Just because you have the Holy Spirit does not mean the Holy Spirit has you. See, here it is. When your soul is tied up, even though you have the Holy Spirit as a believer, if you walk in the flesh, you are walking out of the spirit. But check this out, because I don't want to stay there too long, because in the Old Testament, you had the outer courts, the inner courts, and the holies of holies. You had the outer courts, your body, the inner courts, your soul, the holies of holies, the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about the inner courts because this is where your soul is. One thing that was in the inner courts in the Old Testament um, was this, the brazen altar. And at the brazen altar, it was, it was said that you could look into the brazen altar and see your reflection, the inner courts, your soul. In other words, when you allow the wrong people, place, or things into your soul, it begins to dictate how you see yourself. This is why you cannot get connected to the wrong people or allow yourself to be intimate with the wrong people because it does not just affect the relationship, it affects you and how you see yourself. Because what if I told you that the greatest blessing that God can give you is not how you see him, but how you see you? Because if you can't see yourself right, you'll never be able to be who God created you to be. And watch this, everybody. Somebody in here knows what it's like to be twisted up, tangled up in the soul tie. How, how do I know if I'm struggling with the soul tie? You don't know how deep a soul tie is until you have been challenged with trying to give it up. O-M-G. Y'all not? Okay. I, I, I want to talk to the real people in the chat right now. Uh, somebody who's watching this, streaming this, wherever you are. Um, ha have you ever, not you, but your neighbors, not, not you, but the other person in the chat room. Have you ever seen someone in a relationship that was no good for them? They knew it was no good for them, but for some reason, they just could not let it go. <laughs> and, and it's if have you ever been in a situation to where you were counseling and helping everybody else with situations have you ever been on a job that you knew it was overdue it was that season had expired it was time for you to move on you were now overqualified and God was ready to shift you into your new season but for some reason you just could not let it go because your mind your will and your emotions was all tied up and tangled up in that place, in that person, in that thing. And what is the difficult thing, person, or place in your life you are struggling to let go? Because if you have something that you're struggling to let go, that is evidence of a potential soul tie that is ungodly. But the deeper the bond, the more difficult the break. I feel like I'm helping somebody. The deeper the bond, the more difficult the break. And here it is. 
Soul ties are formed three ways. I won't be before you long. Just give me a few more minutes. They're formed three ways, all right? Who my note taker in the chat room? I'm, I'm ready. I need your help. Talk, talk to me in the chat. Are you ready? Soul ties can be formed primarily three ways. Here it is. Number one, soul ties can be formed through time. Number two, touch. Number three, trauma. Through time, touch, or trauma. And for it to be formed, there must be a foundation of trust. This is why bonding is important but also dangerous. This is why as a parent, you have to guard who you allow into your home and into your children's life because bonding is an act of the soul connecting with another soul. Are y'all hearing me today? And check this out, everybody. In Genesis chapter 21, verse eight, it says, watch this, everybody. The child grew and was weaned. And on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar, maybe you didn't go to Sunday school like I did. So here's what's going on. Abraham got a promise from God. God told Abraham and Sarah, you will have a son. And through your son, you will birth the nation. Y'all missed this. They started laughing. Why? They thought they were too old to have children. They're like, yeah, we're a little bit too old for that. Our season is up. And God gives them this word that they're going to have a son. And I don't know about you, how many of us know what it's like to get a word from the Lord? And we begin to become impatient with the fulfillment of the word. Because, watch this everybody, prophetic announcement and prophetic fulfillment are two different seasons. Sometimes we shout over the announcement because we think that means that's when the fulfillment is going to happen. When sometimes God makes the prophetic announcement to prepare you for the prophetic process. I'm, I'm working in here today. Watch this, everybody. So here it is. They get in the process of getting the word, waiting on the word, and they become impatient with God. Sarah tells Abraham, why don't you go sleep? You know, with the slave. I see how you be looking at her. Go sleep with uh, uh, Hagar. <laughs> and this is what we look like when we try to force God. See, if the devil can't slow you down, he'll do his best to try to make you speed up. Because sometimes <laughs> the devil is going to be waiting on you to get to the place where you're not supposed to be. Y'all not having church with me. See, see, here it is. The enemy can allow you to birth some stuff in seasons. And for a season, it seems as if God is allowing this thing to grow without any trouble, without any harm, without any conflict. But the devil waits on the perfect time, just like in this text. Now Abraham and Sarah have birthed Isaac and they're throwing a great party, but they cannot even enjoy the celebration because of what they birthed inappropriately in the old season. Have you ever been in a season in your life where you were trying to celebrate all God was doing in one moment, but you have to go to battle and warfare for what you did 
out of God's will in the old season. I feel like preaching to somebody in here right now that God is giving you the strength to endure conflicted seasons. There's somebody in here who knows what it's like to be celebrating victories while also having to fight battles. Do I have anybody in here that knows what it's like to build while battling? And here it is. She says, Abraham, uh, you're going to have to do something. He's mocking. He's mocking my boy. And you, you got to figure something out. And the text says, and I open this scripture, Abraham became distressed. He stressed over a soul tie. What's, what's, what's my title of this message? Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. See, here's what I'm trying to get you to see. Here's what one of the greatest weapons ungodly soul ties creates in the life of the believer. What is that? Confusion. Don't get it twisted. It's literally a statement of someone that may be dealing with the potential of confusion. When someone is about to be confused, you have to correct them and say, hold on, don't get it twisted. You had me messed up. Abraham is twisted. He's confused. Why? Because he's trapped in a soul tie. Twisted. And what if I told you that the opposite of confusion is clarity? That you cannot conquer where you are not clear. That if God wants to do anything in your life in this season, he wants to give you clarity. Some of you have been stuck in a season of confusion for too long. And whenever you're stuck in a season of confusion, you move slow. I feel like preaching. Somebody better come get me. Have you ever been behind someone who was driving and confused and didn't know where they were going and you're sitting in traffic like, what are you doing? Because sometimes when you're confused, you're not just slowing yourself up, you're slowing up people behind you. You got to get clear in this season because there are some people behind you that are following you and they're, they're waiting on you to get clarity because with clarity comes acceleration. Now watch this. Let me go to work because here it is. I told you three ways soul ties can be formed. Here it is. Number one, time. Is my soul, I want you to ask yourself these three questions. Is my soul tied by time? Because because I'm not just talking about the hours on the clock. When I say time, I'm talking about Who did you give too much of your time to? Who did you spend too much intimate time to? Is your soul trapped by time? Because many times you can confuse a long relationship with a strong relationship. Meaning just because the relationship has been long does not mean that the relationship is strong. And when you're making relationships decisions, you should make relationships decisions based on health, not history. Some of you have been tied in relationships for too long for them to not be strong. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody in here. Somebody say, in this season of my life, God, if you don't send me anything else, send me some strong relationships. Send me some strong friendships. Send me some strong brothers and sisters that can help build me up and accomplish the purpose that you have for my life. Is my soul tied by time? Maybe not just relationships with people. Is your soul tied by time to a place? 
that you've been lingering around for too long and it's time for you to say goodbye? <sighs> Is it a habit, a thing? <laughs> that you've been playing around and saying, I need to do this for too long now, and it's time for you to break that soul time. But you've been tired by time. Number two, is my soul not just tired by time, but is my soul tired by touch? Oh, uh, we have to talk about this because most people, most of our kids will never hear about sex in church. They'll hear about it at school, on TV, on their phones now, on a computer, in the streets. But no one tells them, not just about STDs, no one tells them about the soul damage of allowing the wrong person to touch you and allowing yourself to be touched prematurely. Here it is, is your soul tied by touch? Who touched you? Here's what's happening in the life of Abraham. Abraham is stressed out because he stepped outside of his marriage to go and touch another woman. And now that his wife does not like the situation of what's going on and she does not agree and see how this is a battle or a war or sibling rivalry that's raising up in their family, in their house. Her wife is now saying they have to go. He's now stressed out because he touched the wrong person. He's now becoming tied to the wrong person. He should not be struggling whether or not he should let this person go. He should be fully committed to his wife and to his son. But because he touched the wrong person, he's having to make a choice. See, some of you are not even willing to be real with yourself right now and say, yes, I got married. But there's some people that I touched before marriage that I still think about. And I need to get free in my mind from that touch. There's some singles that's watching this right now that you love God and you want to give them your heart. You want to live right. You want to be right. You want to do it the right way. But it's one of those things to where you allowed yourself to be touched prematurely, a touch by the wrong person. And it seems as if you cannot let go of the memories in your mind and your soul is tied. Even when you want to do right, you can't. Because your soul. It is your soul tied by touch. Let's not even talk about sex. What about if you allowed the wrong spiritual leader to touch you? <laughs> Bible says lay hands on no man suddenly because sometimes we think this the anointing that's moving in churches, but sometimes you can be transferring the wrong spirit. And you cannot just allow anybody to lay hands on you because impartation happens the quickest through touch. Now watch this, everybody. I, don't, I can't stay there too long because is my soul, here it is, three questions. You have to ask yourself, is my soul tied by time? Number two, is my soul tied by touch? Number three, here's the real one. Is my soul tied by trauma? Now, this is important because if you've been living in 2020, you've had to experience some form of trauma, whether it's through this pandemic of COVID-19, the economic crisis, social injustice, so many things that have been happening in this year. It can traumatize the soul. And trauma, if you're not careful, here it is, 
compromises patterns of connection with patterns of protection. So instead of building bridges, you build walls. So because the old person or the old experience or the old place traumatized you, you build a wall instead of a bridge. And now you get to a new season to where God is sending the right people, the right place, and the right thing into your life. But because you were traumatized, you have a wall up. And what God is trying to get into your life, you can't receive because of the trauma in your soul. But I came to preach to somebody today that this is your season to get free because who the sun sets free is free indeed. Is there anybody in the chat room right now that's saying, thank God I'm free and I'll never be bounded again. I dare you to shout, I'm free. I declare that you're free from your ex. You're free from your traumatic experiences. You're free from fear. You're free from debt. You're free from a poverty mindset. You're free from sickness and disease. You're free from a doctor's report. You're free from what your enemy said about you. You're free from rumors. You're free from embarrassment. Somebody shout, I'm free from all of that. No, somebody type in the chat room, I'm free right now. I declare that you are free. Your children are free. Your family are free. Your community is free. Your church is free. Somebody shout, I'm free. Don't get it twisted that I may have got myself tied up, but God is getting ready to untangle me out of these ungodly soul ties because my purpose does not require me to be perfect, but it does require for me to be free. And I believe that God brought us together this morning, this evening, wherever you are, wherever you're watching this, that God brought you to watch this today because there's some things that's been going on in your soul that he wants to repair so that you don't repeat. And I don't know who it is today. At some point, you're going to have to slow down and say, God, search my heart. Show me anything that I may have a blind spot in. I want to be free. And I want you to understand this. It says the matter distressed him. He's tired and he's trying to get free and he want to break the soul ties. If I had time, I would walk you through how to break ungodly soul ties. Oh, I want to walk you through it, but I'm out of time right now. So I'm just going to pray with you. Father, right now, I pray for each and every individual right now that's receiving this word by faith. Come on, somebody, by faith. I want, you to, I want you to repeat after me. I'm free. Father, forgive me if I have sinned against you or against anyone else. God, I thank you for your son, Jesus, that he shed his blood on the cross just for me, and he got up with all power in his hands. Now, your word says, come on, repeat after me. Who the son sets free is free indeed. I receive total freedom for my life. I thank you that your blood took the curse on my life, counseled the curse, and blessed, and I inherited blessings that I have. Come on, repeat after me. All spiritual blessings in heavenly places. 
So God, I pray for each and every individual that you give them the authority, the power, the hunger, the appetite, the chase after your presence, after your purpose, after your plans. May they no longer be in bondage in relationships, in places, in habits, in patterns. God, I thank you, God, that even after this message today, that you're doing an incredible work in their life, that you're breaking generational patterns. God, I see certain people right now in the spirit. I see them right now. They're breaking out of bloodline, full of poverty, full of molestation, rape, full of diabetes. God, you're breaking these curses and these patterns that have gone throughout the bloodline. God, I thank you for what you're doing. Holy Spirit, you are not limited by time and space. So whoever is watching this right now and is ready to receive all that you want to do for their life, I ask that you flood them. Flood them wherever they are. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, I pray you are blessed by today's message. If you're making a decision to be saved or you need prayer, uh, just be sure to put in the chat room or look in the chat room. We have leaders that are ready to connect you to your next step. Now, I, I want to say this because you're celebrating four years of pastoral leadership. I believe that we should sow back into the field that we have been reaping from. I want you to think about this, HG. Since Pastor Corey has come into your life, I want you to think about where you were and where you are now. There is no coincidence of the favor, of the growth, of the evolution, of the transformation that's been happening because of God sending that gift into your life. The Bible calls the pastors, the prophets, the apostles, the teachers, uh, evangelists, gifts to the body. And so this is a time of the year where you can honor your man of God. Bible says those who labor among you are worthy of double honor. I want to stretch you. I want to challenge you today. If you're going to give through the tithe, through the offering, I, I want you to give a love offering. Let's bless your man of God because he has truly been a man after he, uh, God's own heart. And I want you to know this. I know hundreds of pastors all around this world and all of them do not have a heart for God and a heart for people. And I want to say this, your man of God does. And so I believe that it is time to honor the man of God right now. If you believe that, somebody shout, I'm ready to bless my man of God in the chat room right now. Come on. I want you to see right now on the screen, the team is providing ways for you to give. Let's be sure to follow those prompts. I pray you are blessed by today's word. And Pastor Corey, Pastor Renee, I love you so much. HG. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. We hope you really enjoyed today's message. If you did, here's your opportunity to partner with us on today. You can partner by giving via Cash App, dollar sign, Heavenly Gospel Church, or go to hglovespeople.com, press the give button, and give whatever amount that you would love to give on today. Again, be blessed and thank you for tuning in.